Chat and Cheese is brought to you by Ratedly. Stop manually checking your anonymous employer reviews. Ratedly monitors over a dozen sites online automatically for you. Visit ratedly.com today to learn more. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome to March, boys and girls. Welcome to Chad and Cheese, HR's most dangerous podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's episode, Google continues to kick ass and take names. Glassdoor eyes Wall Street and Real Match really rebrands itself Pando Logic. Really? Really, Real Match? Stay tuned. We'll be right back for real. Really, really. Really, 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 really. America's Job Exchange is celebrating our 10th year as an industry leader in diversity recruitment and OFCCP compliance. We've been helping our 1,000-plus customers comply with OFCCP regulations that directly support positive and effective diversity recruitment designed to attract and convert veterans, individuals with disabilities, women, and minorities, and empower employers to pursue and track active outreach with their local community-based organizations. Want to learn more? Call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.americasjobexchange.com. I feel all nice and warm and cozy in my America's Job Exchange Columbia jacket. (laughs) As I'm writing writing show notes notes in my AJE uh, notebook. Yes. They need a new ad, man. They've had that one for a while. We need to get on uh, on on them for a little little spunky oh, ad. Yeah. Little, oh yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to compliance, you got to sex it up, right? So we might have to do a little bit of that. We'll just uh, put the Barry White of podcasting on that. Did you say compliance? <laughs> I think you did. <sighs> oh man. All right. Uh, we got two rants to start off the show. Do you want to go first? Uh, oh, you, you know I do. To, to rant no, no, away? You know okay. I do. So, so do you receive these random LinkedIn endorsements from people that you don't even know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like Jeff endorses you for, for leadership. And I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck Jeff is. I mean, I've never worked with Jeff. So I, I thought for some reason, I don't know why, but I thought I'm going to go check this out. I'm going to I'm going to go check Albert the Frog's profile to see if this purple little guy actually. No, seriously. I want to see if he receives endorsements. Don't tell me the frog has endorsements. The frog has endorsements. As a matter of fact, six (sighs) people endorsed a damn purple frog for talent acquisition. And this has gone too goddamn far, LinkedIn. It's time to get rid of endorsements. Because we all know they're just a ploy to suck us back into your system, but they don't really mean anything. Now, do you did you know any of the endorsers? I did not. I was actually second, like second connection to all of them. Um, but I do know just being connected to this purple frog. I mean, come on. So Jim Stroud, buddy Jim Stroud, we love him. Uh, John John Sumser, the couple of guys, they're connected to this guy. I mean, come on. They they were not. Come on, they, they, they didn't. They didn't provide any endorsements. 
Although, I mean, come on. I mean, this is this is literally this is not legit for a quote unquote professional yeah, platform, especially when we have what? Twitter and Facebook going through all this validation shit with bots and whatnot. Don't don't play with the fucking purple frog, okay? Agreed. Agreed. Now what company is the frog again? Do we know? Prefer hired, I think. Preferred hired. Preferred. Okay. Yeah. All right. Stay stay yeah. Uh, change that. All right. My rant is LinkedIn uh, really as well, basically. Um, so I don't know if it's a millennial thing because most of the cases are with younger folk, uh-huh. um, but they connect with you on LinkedIn. And I appreciate the fact that maybe they listen to the show or they read my shit or whatever, but <laughs> they... They as soon as they connect, yeah. they email me and they want advice. They want connections. They want they want something like <laughs> take take take, and like you got to give in this industry, people. Like don't just take. You know, give three times or more before you like ask for something, or at least tell me, man, you wrote such and such, right. or when you said such and such, I really like that, and here's why. And then maybe get around to asking me for something. But, like, don't just ask me for something as soon as I connect with you. Well, that's that's not a LinkedIn rant. That is really a millennial rant. But they're trying to get at you through the professional mechanism we know as LinkedIn, which also houses a purple frog named Albert. Um, so I, I know we have LinkedIn peeps that listen to us. Can you guys, I mean, can can you please fix this shit? That would be awesome. <laughs> Fix the millennials LinkedIn. If you can do that, we'll all be a lot happier. Okay, let's get on to the uh, the real shout outs. Okay, so shout out to Thomas and Jim over at uh, Talent Nexus. From so it's interesting because we're hearing so much about Google for jobs and whatnot here in the states because we see it. They're not seeing it in Europe yet, but they're going to. But from my from my understanding, job boards across the pond are scared as hell about. Google for jobs as they should. The total uncertainty is apparently paralyzing them right now, um, which is another great reason why listen up people. If you're over Mm -hmm. in Europe and you're not going to TA tech Europe in Dublin, this is one of the reasons why we have these types of conferences. You should be there. So if you haven't registered for TA tech Dublin, it's TA tech Europe dot io or go to chadcheese.com and click on the uh, the banner meet chad and cheese and it's it's right there too but you should be there if you're, if you you're paralyzed and you're uncertain about google for jobs then go find out about this shit guys because chad and i will be there we may not be sober yeah. enough to remember our conversation right. but we will be in dublin at some point this month uh, which also remind the folks of our Vegas uh, tour later on uh, in right. April. That's Is that right. right? We're doing TA Tech in Vegas and also Sherm. So we're going to kill it in Vegas. TA Tech. I mean, Peter and the gang over there, they know and they I think they've baby proofed everything for uh, for for TA Tech. I call it the spring edition. Of, for some reason, Peter likes to call it a Congress, but we all know Congress doesn't get shit accomplished so i'm rebranding it as ta tech spring edition once again go to uh the chad cheese website click on meet us the chad and cheese and then we're also going to be at sherm talent who i guarantee you have not baby proofed anything for chad and cheese while we're in vegas 
they don't know what the hell's coming at, at them at that show. Sherm, Sherm, Sherm is engaging with us. It's awesome. It's the end of the world as we know it. Millennials and Sherm. Okay, here we go. So you, you've been getting trolled by Jonathan Zilla on uh, Twitter. So I wanted to give a, a quick hashtag Chad Cheese shout out to, to Jonathan. Love that guy. Keep trolling Joel. We love it. Mason Wong. All right. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Zilla, okay. Zilla, number one, he's, he's, he's jealous of my beard because it's better than his. And number two... He comes off as this really nice, like spiritual sort of earthy granola guy. And uh-huh. then he just like unloads on Twitter. So yeah. Zilla, I'm not buying it. Your little recruitics, you know, analytics company isn't fooling anybody. <laughs> we know the real you. And the next time, you know, I see you, I'm shaving the beard off. Just be, <laughs> just be ready. Okay. So I would have your bodyguards ready. You you won't need it for Joel because he's not going to do it. Seriously. Um, Mason Wong also trolling you. He said, yammer my ass. He didn't really say that. I'm, I'm putting words in his mouth. He said, uh, Joel, you need, you need to get educated on Microsoft teams. That's because uh, we were talking about the whole, the, the whole dynamic signal thing. He's like, yeah, you, you, you gotta, you gotta get educated Joel. So was this Mason? That's Mason. Mason's trolling. Mason. Oh yeah. Mason's usually my buddy, man. Come on, Mason. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm going to get yammerfied on these folks. Uh, shout out to the Hawk brothers, Tim, Bill, and Brian. They all listen. I can't remember which, which one said it. It was either Bill or Brian, but they referred to the podcast as the badass podcast. <laughs> Dude, do they know that we're like two middle-aged white dudes in our forties? Like hardly badass. I'm badass. I don't know about you. I'm total badass. Um, <laughs> Good Lord. You had a shout out from Robin Hanna over at dynamic signal, didn't you? Oh, a shot, dude. This is like the hate Joel uh, <laughs> shout out day. So all y'all can go to hell. Yes. Robin, the PR chick at, at Dynamic Signal, got all uppity on me. She wants to schedule a call, show me a demo, try to change my mind about the company. Okay, Robin, I'll talk to you. I'll give you some time, change my mind. And if you do, I'll go on the air and tell you I was wrong about Dynamic I think it's Signal. nice that Robin, she offered her educational services to get you up to speed on employment engagement platforms. I mean, because seriously, they just... They just received. She's she's their communication. Yeah. She's well, in marketing. It it's her job. No, it's this isn't she's, charity. She's, she's trying to. She's this trying to help you with that tin deed. cup. Throw some knowledge in that tin cup, dude. Last week they got thirty six point five million. This week, Peak On, who is also an employment engagement platform, a la Dynamic Signal, they got twenty two million this year. That's a lot for some pecan pie. You don't think it's a it's a big thing and it's not genius, but I'm still standing by it. I think they're throwing cash at it oh, because dude, this some... is uh this is this is a very smart type of platform to be in. <laughs> and they're still giving uh money to healthcare job boards, apparently. Cool. Uh Nomad Health got twelve million this month or week. So, you know, good for them. Yeah, if you're if you want to do a job board, do it in healthcare <laughs> or tech, I guess, and maybe fails, you'll you'll make some money. But don't launch that Toledo area job board because you're going to go That's nowhere. With probably that. not smart now. 
Well, last but not least. Can we get to the show? Jesus, man. So uh, we've got all these people that are out there listening to the Chad and Cheese, and they might be listening on their desktop, but they can listen on Stitcher, CastBox, Pocket Cast, mm-hmm. Overcast, and this week, Tune in just added the Chad and Cheese show. So you can go to iTunes, you can go to Google Play. And if you have a podcast player on your phone and you can't find Chad and Cheese, message us and we'll do everything that we can to get that uh, that pod feed up and running for you. So just let us know and uh, listen more. Go back, binge. Yep. And by the way, if you listen on iTunes, Google Play, et cetera, like leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Hate on us, love on us. We don't care. Your feedback and engagement is our oxygen because Chad and I sit here at a microphone and hope that people are still listening. But getting that feedback is great for us. So take two minutes out of your day and tell us you hate us or love us. Either way. And if you have a beard and you hate on Joel, he's, he's going to try to come shave it. Well, you know who doesn't need a beard to be successful is Google, apparently, who is not taking this employment thing lightly. They're not. They they are not at all. They, the, the three, the trifecta of Google. You've got the Google for Jobs, the Google Jobs Discovery API. I, I still don't like that that yeah. that, 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 <laughs> that fucking thing. Um, and then you got Google Hire, right? Yeah. And now you talk to these these guys. Can't you get them to change the name of Google Cloud Job Search Discovery API or whatever it's called? Like, get them to snap that up a little bit. Well, to be quite frank, I, I don't think that uh, they're going to because, from my understanding, and they don't have an official date, but it's going to be coming out of beta soon. And you know as well as I do, Google keeps shit on beta forever. And these guys, they've been in beta for like months. So they're kicking out. I think Gmail, Gmail's still in beta, isn't it? <laughs> I, think, I think Gmail's out of beta. I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe not my version. <laughs> but that being said, um, Google Hire just launched an add-on for Gmail. You saw that, right? I did. I did. Which, by the way, is quite a nice advantage that you can build your product into, oh, I don't know, Gmail. Yeah or Google Sheets, or all the other rest of the Google suite of services that they have there. But I mean, for for small to, to medium-sized businesses um, who get the majority of their applications via email, now Google Hire and Gmail, they have, uh, or Google Hire has a, an add-on for Gmail that allows uh, the SMBs who are using Google Hire to easily drop candidates into their database directly from Gmail. Then you can you can create a profile, you can invite the candidate to the interview, you can disposition the candidate, you can do all that from your Gmail inbox, which is freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, uh, some good news on the Google Hire uh, front from uh, OnGig, who does a study of uh-huh. like a thousand plus uh, companies and their ATS preferences. So... Google Google Hire, although a small usage number, is currently now, uh, according to OnGig, a top 25 ATS, which, yep. frankly, considering all the ATSs that are out there, is not too shabby considering it's like less than a year old. Um, it is also uh, in the top 10 for most used uh, small businesses uh-huh. as an ATS, which I think is probably their target anyway. Um, and they are also probably, uh, well, they are by far yes. the fastest growing. Yeah. Now I know they're coming from zero, so that's not super impressive. But um, some of these things, numbers, and we're getting some metrics around the growth of Google Hire, like it's not too shabby. And, and launching some of these new features 
um, is only going to help propel it, you know, further up the charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think some of this is suspect though, because OnGig is partnered very close to Google. So I mean, this is again, this is on the propaganda wagon. Um, I mean, <laughs> because you're right. I mean, experiencing they show over 300 percent in new client growth. I mean, check my math. But if you have one client and you add nine. Uh, which makes 10 clients, uh, you're at like 900% growth versus if you have 301 clients and you add the same amount of clients, nine, only 3% growth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on guys. I get it. And all this stuff is hooray. Cool. Let's hear a, let's hear a hooray for the Ohio public school system. Woo-hoo! And I, and I use easy numbers to be able to make sure that I could get that, those, and that still might not be right. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, Google Hire with this add-on to Gmail and then also the just the ability to start using sweet products um, in a very fluid manner is it's going to be really awesome for all the SMBs that are out there as they start to, I don't know how long it's going to take them, but as they start to eye the enterprise market. And we're going to see Bogomil, the the head of the, the snake in, uh, I guess snake's a bad word, the head of the whole thing uh, in Ireland uh, this month. Maybe we'll try to corner him for a little interview. Uh, well, I actually, I actually talked to him yesterday and I said, we're going to get him drunk so that we can try to get more out of him. And and he said he could drink you under the table. So oh. there's no, he said, you know, he's, he's, he's European. He can hold his liquor and... and <laughs> He doesn't think that that you're going to be able to. So hopefully you've been training for this because I know I have. Uh, my only question, if he's European, and is is he going to put the merce on the ground before we start drinking, <laughs> or is he going to is he going to still have it over the shoulder? That's that's what I. The merce slash man purse. That was very I nice. Just, very nice. I just ticked off. A, I just ticked off a whole continent. That was great. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can piss off the uh, North American contingent. Uh, our yes. next story. Unless you want, unless you got something else to add on Google Hire. No, carry on. All right. So Glassdoor, uh, mm-hmm. the brilliance of Joel Cheeseman, your partner, uh, predicted that they would, <laughs> they would file IPO uh, this year. And sure enough, Bloomberg has a story that uh, they're projected to go IPO in the middle half of 2018. Your thoughts? My thoughts. I mean, it's like predicting the sun's going to come up tomorrow. I mean, that was that was a pretty easy prediction to make, right? I think it's going to happen. But you also pointed out in your story um, that you put out yep. there that, you know, there are some bumps in the road that Glassdoor mm-hmm. is going to have to think about. What were some of those bumps? So I'm, I'll go on record and say I don't, I don't expect to purchase said stock. Um, <laughs> there are three... There are three main hurdles that I see. You can feel free to disagree or agree. Number one, I feel, is that reviews are becoming commoditized. Um, I feel like Indeed is creeping up on their numbers just by the pure traffic Uh and volume of people that go to Indeed. I feel like there are smaller players and niche players that are making an impact. I feel like Google having reviews in Google for jobs, you know, search results is sort of commoditizing reviews. I think LinkedIn is going to have reviews at some point. I think Google will probably have have reviews at some point. Um, I mean, you know, a restaurant review, no matter where you get it, is usually positive or not based on the food. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if it's a Yelp review or a Google review or a Facebook review or a Foursquare review. So to me, like this stuff is going to get commoditized. and, And when Glassdoor loses reviews, they lose market share. Um, the second reason is the jobs are, you know, jobs are being commoditized. Like 
most of, re- of the revenue of Glassdoor, as far as I know, is all job board, job posting related. And we're seeing what's going on with that with Google for Jobs and mm-hmm. commoditization there. So I, I don't see that as a growth driver of the company. Um, they don't have profiles of people like a, an in, or LinkedIn or even an Indeed where you can at least search resumes. So to me, that's a real hurdle for them. And number three, mm. as we've talked about on the show briefly, um, they're in legal battles all the time. And companies want to know IP addresses and they want the company to reveal who said such and such. And if if there's precedent in the legal system of you, you are no longer anonymous on Glassdoor or these other anonymous sites, then what are you? Like you've lost trust with your users who only leave stuff because they think they're anonymous. So there's some real landmines in my opinion, and there's really a lot of commoditization in terms of what they provide. So, you know, for those reasons, I I think they're going to have a really hard time being public. Yeah. Um, although they've raised mm-hmm. 200 some million dollars and they have no choice but to go public and try to, you know, have a, a liquid event in that way. But Uh, To me, it's sort of like when Fitbit launched, it was like, oh, shit, you know, Apple Watch is coming and or maybe Pandora with Spotify. Like they have to do it now and try to get as much as they can before the whole wall comes down. Um, And that's why I think they're going public. But it's not a stock that I would recommend or buy. Um, And I think uh, it'll be a tough ride for them. I agree. And as I said before, I think saying that they're going to go public is is like saying the sun's going to come up. It's got to happen. Uh, it's got to happen. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Monster's going to come back. Speaking about coming up from zero. Which you said was <laughs> laughable, right? So I'm making the hard predictions, unlike you. Um, but back to my back to my, my, my assessment here. Um, yeah, if, if Glassdoor does try to add other services, I mean, reviews um, have to do with employee engagement. We just talked about two companies who just received $36.5 million and $22 million in for employment engagement or employee engagement types of platforms, which could be turned around also into candidate engagement types of platforms. So if Glassdoor mm-hmm. is smart, um, they'll understand what they have right now uh, and they'll be able to pivot off of it. Um, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Again, we've seen companies like Monster and Crew Builder not be able to pivot because they get hooked on the crack and they focus on that on that one piece and they think that's going to take them through. And you know it's not. So it's all about being able to change and reinvent yourself, much like again, Netflix. Are you going to buy the stock? Hell no. <laughs> Do you think the stock will be worth more on day 365 than it is after day one? Again, I think they have way too many big hurdles in front of them. Um, they're going to have to they're going to have to add more than what they have in their portfolio today to make it interesting for an investor like myself. Agreed. Well, it'll be fun to watch either way. And uh, speaking of fun, yes, let's take a quick break. Um, let's hear from Sovereign, and when we come back. We'll talk about Real Match, Career Builder, and Monster. Sound good? Pando. Google. Lever. Intello. Monster. Jibe. What do these companies and hundreds of others have in common? They all use sovereign technology. Some use our software to help people find the perfect job, while others use our technology to help companies find the perfect candidate. Sovereign has been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996, and we can help improve your hiring process, too. We'd love to help you make a perfect match. Visit Sovereign.com, S-O-V-R-E-N.com, for a free demo. 
You have to tell the folks what your comment was to me when I shared the real match rebrand story. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> it was something like, yeah, real smart. Go from a word, go from two <laughs> words that people can spell and say to two words that not so much or something like that. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, there's something in the water, right? Like beyond is now next, although there was some financial okay. incentive to do that, um, that we found out later. So real match, the, the story. Okay. So real match about a month ago launches Pando IQ, right? Pa- Pando is apparently not the bear, uh, the black and white bear. That's really cute, but can kill you. Um, it's a life form of plants roots, that have survived millions of years. Now, apparently Wikipedia says this thing is dying, so it may not be the best name for a new company <laughs> or new brand. But um, so the idea was like, it's this root of, of, of life and information, et cetera. And then IQ, just cause it was a promatic thing and, and smart. So now real match is Pando logic. We have Pando IQ, which is kind of strange because they launched Pando IQ before Pando Logic. So I'm assuming that Pando Logic will be the the mothership for all these other <laughs> Pando IQ, Pando yeah. Pando AI, Pando Bot, Pando products, Pando job posts, and and whatnot. But yeah, it's it's hard to rebrand. I don't know if it was the right move. Real match kind of people knew. Um, what are your thoughts? So my first question is, do you think a dating site offered real match dollars uh, to, to so that they could make this? <laughs> I mean, a la, right? Beyond.com and next with Bed Bath mm. & Beyond. It was kind of like an offer you can't refuse. So I mean, it, it, I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to give you a little love for that because <laughs> that was pretty good. Real ma- match.com might have backed up the Brinks truck to get real match. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. But from my standpoint, uh, real match. Yes. I mean, and, and it is a known entity in our industry, but just on the vendor side of the house. And real match was incredibly smart because they focused on vendors and driving traffic and, and doing programmatic and those types of things to vendors because vendors understand that they need traffic and they will spend money for it. Right. Where talent acquisition won't. I mean, they just see all this mystical, it was like SEO in the day, right? It was like, it was like magic. Oh, what's this magic I'm paying for? Um, vendors would, right? So they've been doing that for 10 years. Now they're pivoting and they're providing that service now to talent acquisition with Pando IQ. So from my standpoint, mm-hmm. you're a known entity. We know what you do. Now this the talent acquisition, you know, side of the house might not, but who cares? It's still a brand that everybody knows. Why pivot and why try to rebrand? That to me is is interesting to say the least. Um, I think from a product standpoint, I've gone through and, and talked to Terry and, and some of the team about product. It sounds incredibly smart. I think the pivot's smart. The data points that they have available to them, um, being around for a decade. Uh, is 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 much different. I would say deeper and more breadth of knowledge and data than most of the other analytics mm-hmm. platforms and programmatic platforms that are out there. So it made uh, just a hell of a lot of sense to do what they did. Other than the re- yeah, I don't think the name is any uh, criticism on the product, and I think yes. that that they are going to be a player in the programmatic ad yeah. game, which we both agree is the future of sort of posting jobs. Um, I just. I tend to agree with you. Like it was a known entity. They're 10 years old. Um, you know, 
I guess. But, you know, it's also an argument to just if you if you're starting a business, dude, just name it something that means nothing. Right. Like Indeed, Mm -hmm. Slack, Monster, Amazon, like and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. Don't pigeon don't pigeonhole yourself into, you know, Ohio jobs if you want to like have job postings in New York. Like just name it something something crazy. So yeah, I mean, we like the product. We we like Terry. We like them personally, but this was this is sort of a head scratcher yeah. to me. Um well here's what's gonna have to happen. And, and first off, I don't know what's up with that new logo either. Um, but here's what's gonna have to happen. They're going to have to focus on targeting uh the same market that they've been in for 10 years to be able to rebrand. And then this new market with an entirely new name. So they're really going to have to do some great targeted marketing to, to talent acquisition mm-hmm. and back into industry professionals to be able to get that that new spin out, much like Next has done. And I think Next has done a, a pretty damn good job. And uh, so hopefully- Sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good clearly idea. Lever- yes, clearly leveraging Chad, Chad and Cheese is the, way, is the answer for Pando. <laughs> so if they're listening- <laughs> Write a check and we'll take care of the whole branding thing for you. Yeah, we can, we can do that. Exclusive podcast. <laughs> um, speaking of brands that are old and crusty, um, <laughs> let's move on to Career Builder and Monster, shall we? Let's do that. Um, so there's a new Career Builder, and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't review every single thing that we talk about on the show, and I have done no homework on this new career builder thing. So please enlighten me on the new career builder. Well, first, shout out to Roy Meyer over at Sherb, who wrote the story. Uh, He actually did uh, an interview with uh, Matt Ferguson. So, you know, and this is what this is. This is a quote from Matt. Most people know our job board. Mm hmm but they don't always know that we are a single source provider of end-to-end solutions to find, hire, and, mal- and manage talent. Exactly, Matt. No shit, buddy. We know that. I mean, we know that. You, marketing has been an, a huge issue for a career builder, even talking to their, their clients and rebranding the same damn platforms over and over and over and over so you don't even know what the damn names are of them. Although, just taking a step back, part of my 2018 prediction was that Career Builder was going to Career Builder and Monster were going to were going to either either going to start to sprout back up or they were going to die. One of their their product platforms, Talent Discovery, is some pretty cool shit, and I really believe Career Builder can start to get their groove back if they can get their messaging and their sales down. I mean, those are two really big areas that you have to get right. I don't care if you've got the best widget in the world. If you don't have sales and marketing right, that thing's going to it's going to be a dud. They need to get those two things right. I think they've got the right people in place to do it. Um, it's all about execution. It's all about execution. So you're saying if they just act like Stella and get their groove back, then it's <laughs> then it's sunny skies ahead basically. That's so bad. So yeah, moved to Jamaica. Wasn't that what? Wasn't that the thing? I don't know. My daughter's name is Stella, so I, I catch those references when you make. Yeah. Them. So career builder monster career builder is new again. That was the whole thing. So uh, again, it's it's all about execution on the marketing, and the sales piece. So it's basically not a new story. It's the same one they've been trying to relay to everyone for a long time. We're not just job boards were this new, like they launched the new logo how many years ago? Like we're moving beyond the orange and blue job board fun 
Converse mm-hmm. Chuck Taylor sneakers, like we're now service and technology. They've been pitching this idea for a long time. It apparently isn't getting through to people. Well, it's not getting through to people because they're not executing on it. I mean, it's it, they they expect, or at least from from what I've been able to, to 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 see over the years, experience over the years, is they expect a telesales organization to be able to push this type of message. And, and, and pretty much that by itself and maybe show up to some conferences here and there, but you have to have a, a multi-layered outreach strategy put in place. And that's how, I mean, that's how you're going to get things done. Look at what Indeed did um, to be able to get not just their message out there, but to be able to shape and educate a market. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Salesforce that's post getting job postings is a much different Salesforce than the one that's selling tech products and services. All right. Uh, so the monster, <laughs> the monster, uh, continuing with the onslaught of YouTube videos, um, has a, what you called a hype video, um, teaser, which is no, which is nothing like the Ohio state Buckeye football hype videos, but you call it a hype video. I call it more of like a, an Apple strategy video. So basically what monster's done, they've, they're doing the monster Bugs Bunny <laughs> thing, which we we, yeah. we love not so much, but they're doing that. So now uh, they have Richard Cho, who we both I think know and like and respect. Um, he's doing sort of a like the Apple videos where they have Johnny Ive in black and white and like music, and they, he's like, we looked at the new iPhone and we looked at design and how people are you know made and done. So that he's going up and like job search is effed up and we're, you know, people aren't getting what they want and we're here to sort of fix it. It was sort of like a teaser about monsters going to break through with this new product or technology to fix Mm -hmm. job search. So my take was sort of like a big yawn. Um, but I get, I get, I get what they were trying to do. You know, it's, it's sort of like they need to come out with the, the old Domino's ads where look, we know the pizza sucks and we're going to fix it. Like they just need to come out on YouTube and go, Okay, guys, monster blows. Okay, but we're fixing it and give us a month or two and we'll come back to you with a brand new monster. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Well, first off, obviously, uh, Chris didn't, you know, make a big enough impact on his on you because his name is Chris Cho, not Richard. There is a Richard Cho, though, right? There is. I think he was actually at Facebook. Facebook, right. Okay. I'm my bad. I'm bad with name. So. We know job search sucks. This is pretty much what I mean. The 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 video is we know we know job search sucks. The problem is, Monster, you had one job over the decades. You've had one job. I see what you did there. I like, and it. you blew it. You had one job, and you blew it. So you know, hopefully, and and I think Chris Cho, and I think there there are a ton of big names that they've brought in to fix Monster. Uh, I, I don't want to see te- teaser videos. What I want to see is hype videos of shit that you're actually launching. That's what I want to see. That gets me excited because it's real. Um, you know, I see this as a teaser video. Uh, and I think that, uh, I think he's going to, he's going to be able to do some really good things at monster when we can see them. Uh, I'd like to see them plug into Google jobs, discovery API, because yeah, your search sucks, but guess who search doesn't suck. Google's, mm-hmm. um, start to start to leverage partnerships and start to really focus on that portfolio that you guys have there uh, to be able to turn out some really, really kick-ass products. But you know what? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear about it. I want to see it. That's what I want. Yeah. They, 
sounds to me like they need some some new leadership in addition to the leadership that they've already brought on. That's a good point. And that leads us to our next sponsor. The following message was paid for by the campaign to elect the Chad and Cheese as co-presidents of Monster. Hi, my name is Chad Sowash. And I'm Joel Cheeseman. You know us as the Chad and Cheese Podcast at chadcheese.com. We are aware Monster's new owners have lopped off the heads of old Monster leadership and have focused on filling those positions with fresh ideas and new proven <laughs> leaders, which is why. <laughs> Let them eat cake. Get it? What? Lopped off heads. Marie Antoinette. Oh, come on, man. <clears throat> Which is why the Chad and Cheese are officially running for co-president of Monster. The Chad and Cheese understand the current vulnerability of Indeed and a market that is crying out for a new platform for and of the people. Really? The baby sound effect again? You know it's my favorite. Yeah, you do love that damn thing. The Chad and Cheese pledge to build and drive cost-effective recruitment options through a new monster vision. Yes, and the Chad and Cheese also want to answer your long-standing questions, like, whatever happened to Monster Networking, Chief Monster, Jobber, Hot Jobs, Goziak, Job Pilot, Talent Ben, Trovix, Tickle, and that blue-collar thingy. What was that called? I, I can't remember. Uh, the Chad and Cheese promise to get you the people answers. And we also promise not to make boneheaded decisions like buying Tickle instead of LinkedIn. Yeah, that actually happened. Hey. Chad and I are asking for your support in our bid to co-president Monster. Vote for the Chad and Cheese for co-president of Monster because... You deserve a new monster, and we don't mean that purple Bugs Bunny cartoon ripoff thing either. It's a new day. You deserve a new monster, and you'll get one with the Chad and Cheese as co-presidents of Monster. This ad was approved by the Chad and Cheese podcast. Look, there's literally no way in hell these guys are getting this gig, but they have a pretty amazing podcast honestly. So visit chadcheese.com. Paid for by the campaign of the Chad and Cheese for co-president of Monster. Speaking of blue collar thingies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we got the segues galore today. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. So Facebook rolls out job postings to become blue collar LinkedIn. Did you, did you see this? Sorry, you, you saw this article. In four, 40 new countries. They're not forking around people. <laughs> So thoughts on this? I mean, starting again, this is, I mean, blue collar and also really very focused on SMBs, right? I, I think Facebook is a serious player in the small, um, small business, seasonal retail service, people who don't have resumes, people who are used to like, you know, chatting and messaging and, you know, they're on Facebook anyway, or they're on Instagram or whatever. I think that's, you know, Slack could eventually have something like this, but, um, every small business and big business is on Facebook. Uh, it's free, you know, they get customers and feedback already. It, it makes sense that they can post jobs. 
Um, it makes sense that uh, they can message with these folks. And as we see uh, also yes. out on the wire this this past week is uh, there's a new messenger um, where you have sort of chatbot uh, options. And I mean, it's very easy to see where a company, a small business that has a Facebook page can post jobs there, can direct uh, users to Facebook to see their job openings. People can apply with their Facebook account. Um, they can have chat bots mm-hmm. ask about you know, how old are they? Do they have a driver's license? Do they have an education? Uh, you know, all those things that are sort of pre-screening questions for, you know, service jobs and retail, et cetera. Like that makes total sense to me. I mean, Facebook is in the pole position to really uh, impact small business hiring. And I think that they are doing the things that they need to do, uh, to continue doing that. I think Google, although helping SMBs, um, and they will continue to do so. I think that they are going after LinkedIn and Microsoft ultimately. Yeah. Um, so I think Facebook, they're going after the Craigslist crowd. They're going after, you know, that those kinds of companies and businesses. And I think that's smart. Let, let Google and Microsoft, you know, hash out the big enterprise, high, you know, high tech AI stuff. And let us handle, you know, the, the other 85% of hiring. Yeah, I think th- there's no question to be able to, and I don't think really Slack, they might try to break into this game, but I think Facebook being able to move forward with the messenger piece is the biggest piece of this. Just being able to post jobs out there. I mean, okay, that's, that's all well and good, but it's all about engagement and connectivity and then being able to al- allow candidates to apply with their profile information. So at that point, if you're actually looking at jobs and you need to put more information into your profile, that means Facebook's starting to get more information about you, which means they can target you with ads and do all these different things. So I mean, from a strategic Mm -hmm. standpoint, um, this is great because I wanna put more of my information into Facebook so that I can uh, answer questions, apply for jobs and those types of things through Messenger. Um, So yeah, I think just overall, it's a a really Mm -hmm. cool strategy. Um, and we'll, we'll see where, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully they can stay out of, uh, all this fake bot profile yeah. building, um, and, uh, all the other crap that's going on in Facebook and Twitter right now. And by the way, you know, with, with, I think 80 some percent of Facebook usage being mobile mm-hmm. and most of these kinds of jobs being local that to be able to serve the opportunities to people that are only within a, you know, one to two mile radius of your, your small business, like, that makes a ton of sense because you're not going to get applications from, you know, Zimbabwe or Russia or China or, you know, places that are totally irrelevant. So Facebook has a lot going for it uh, to tackle this marketplace and they seem to be doing the right things. Which is another death nail in the coffin of an app called work here. Right. Ouch. I figured you might work that one in. I mean, it is though. I mean, you can't, how, how are you, how are you going to combat something like this? Something that's already scaled. It's already scaled. It's already there. It already has the user base. It, it has everything that you need, but you will never get. You're dead. Yeah. So that the, so their answer would be that they're helping enterprise companies on a local level. They're not helping like the local pub or the salon. No, because that's the what they were doing before. They like were they're, they're, they're helping. They're helping. Yeah, and that that didn't work. But you know, their goal is like help. They're they're more like national focused, where Uber. Anyway, yes, you're right to go to like tackle the local. I mean, Craigslist is going to be challenged if this thing works out and local job boards are going to be screwed um, if this works out for Facebook and people like work here are pivoting 
outside of this because it's so hard to compete. But Facebook has 2 billion users that says it can work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then when do they start to get into the enterprise space? Do they? I don't know. I mean, I'd be pretty happy with 85% of the hiring that goes on in the country using my shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you don't have to worry about all that other compliance record keeping bullshit, but yeah. Are we out? Well, first off, before we're out, <laughs> we, we yeah. have, we have new outros that are, that are happening do, because Joel and I did not like the dude from the suburbs who was doing our outros from before. What did you say this guy? Yeah. Just, I had this vision of this guy on a mic with like the, um, the Brooks brothers <laughs> polo and the Sperry top ciders and sort of the Clark Griswold khaki shorts. Not badass. And, and we yeah. just, we just said, let's bring it in house. Uh, you did two. We, I picked the best one I liked. Um, I think we're going to have family members come in. Maybe yeah. we'll have some guests do the outro, but uh, it, it, we decided to make this a little more fun, a little bit more family-esque. Should be fun. So our outros from now on, you probably will hear many different outros. Uh, so enjoy them. Yeah. It could be a dog at some point barking. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody, to our, quote, badass podcast. We out. This has been the Chat and Cheese Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit chadcheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.